0: Well, another reason to hate Russia, in my view, coming out of the news today. We're going to talk about it. Also, the Go F Yourself Boys. Who are they? We're going to tell you. And why are they telling us to go F ourselves? And we're going to take a look at the movies that are coming out and what you should see.
1: Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the CorelCast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: Oh, it is the Corell cast, and I am Carell, and happy Friday to you all. Uh, I hope you're having a grand and glorious Friday, uh, and or whenever you're listening to this over the weekend or Monday, whenever. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. I don't want to be angry on a Friday, I don't want to be yelly, screamy, all preachy, but you know, uh, they're doing these year end things now Spotify, Spotify, yeah, Spotify year end replay, Apple Music replay. Uh, and I'm getting the stats on my podcast as well uh, from Spotify in particular. The number one episode was Don't Give a Frack Friday. And it's where I just said shit that I just, you know, because I didn't care. I was angry about everything and I just didn't care. And I just said whatever. If Who cares if it was going to upset people? I didn't care. And it was called Don't Give a Frack Friday. It is Friday. You know, I'm not giving a frack today. I, I got to tell you, you know, in talk radio, which a podcast is different, but in talk radio, I'm supposed to come out and tell you what's on my mind, the number one issue and not fake it, not talk about things that are in the news that I should talk about, but talk about what I actually care about. You know what I care about? I did my bills this morning uh, before coming on air very early in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, I did my my bills. Because uh, it's the first. And so, I, you know, I paid all the bills. And first of all, let me say that I am so lucky that I am not late on any bill. There's not, not one day late. Every bill for the last seven years since I sold my house in Long Beach, every bill has been paid on time. And usually all bills are paid off every month. So there's no balance carrying forward. Uh, but that does not allow me to save that that drains my bank account down to a couple thousand dollars every month and number 2 i don't know where all the freaking money is going you know i i really i don't know where it is now just because i'm paying my bills on time doesn't mean i'm not in debt. i am in debt about the price of a new car and that was from air conditioners and water heaters and all the things when i moved that i just didn't have the money for cuz the condo and my only made 230 from the sale of my house and the condo was 160 plus 30 to renovate, so 190. And then the moving cost and everything, I, after I moved in and the air conditioner went out and the water heater went out and the stove went out, all of that had to go on to something else. So uh, a line of credit. So I'm sitting there going, where is all this money going? Like, where is it going? What well, I don't live a lavish life. I don't go to the movies three, four times a week. I don't eat out, you know, seven days a week or five days a week like many people do that work. I eat out maybe twice a week. You know, I don't drive like brand new cars. I drive a motor scooter that takes very little gas, only costs 40 bucks a month for insurance. Now, granted the car, 170 a month for insurance. But, you know, my HOA just went up to 170. It's gone up from 130 to 170 since I lived here. We don't get any better service. You know, my, just my internet, just internet alone is $140. That's not, that's just internet, $139 for the speed that I need to do the show and everything like that. So just the internet's $139. My light bill's like $100 every month. I'm like, where is all of this money going? Just like you. And then groceries, I allot $600 a month for food. That's, that, it, that's been like $800, $900, you know? And I know that you're feeling the same thing this Friday because it's the first I know a lot of you some of you are blessed you have money you don't have to even really balance your checkbook you know that you can pay all your bills and there's going to be money left over you don't have to rob Peter to pay Paul transfer money from savings over to cover you know borrow on an equity line that's some of you a lot of you live check to check or you you know you're okay, you do you know, but you're not rolling in dough either. And you're sitting there wondering where all your money is going to. Because you had money and now with this new economy that we're not supposed to talk about because we're Democrats. You know, Democrats are supposed to buy into the Democratic Party line that the numbers don't lie. That the economy is better under Joe Biden than it has been under any president in some time. More jobs created, more you know, lower point of inflation. It's down to like 3% allegedly, you know, on and on and on. And yet I'm sitting here watching the news this morning, NHK World, and there's a site that they're doing a festival in Osaka in 2025, I think it is, or, uh, and it's like a World's Fair type thing. And they originally, the site was originally going to cost $500 million. Now it's $1.6 Why? Inflation. That's the number one reason they said, inflation. Now, I know that the Democrats and Joe Biden want us all to talk about... This wasn't even on my list of topics. But they want us all to talk about how great the economy is. And I'm sure for some people it is. But you and I, we're not feeling it. And so Democrats telling us that we're in great shape when we're not feeling it, there's a huge disconnect. And there's article after article out there that says... The biggest problem the Democrats are facing in Joe Biden's reelection is convincing America that the economy is good. Now, why would you have to convince us that the economy is good and we and we're doom spending? Oh, yeah, that's a term now. We're doom spending. Black Friday. We bought more shit than ever. It just set records. And yet we're more broke than ever. We're all complaining about the economy. So millennials and Gen Zers were interviewed, and they said, look, we're just living for today. We're we're buying with what we have right now. We're not putting any money in savings. And, of course, that's a recipe for disaster. And grocery stores, every time I go in, someone is complaining about prices. But nobody is addressing grocery prices in America. Nobody. Rents are still skyrocketing home prices are still way out of reach you know it's in my place now they're selling for 270 280 now that's good for me but that I mean I can't that's 120 thousand more than I paid and so this disconnect I don't feel the economy is great I feel everything is way too expensive gas is still up around four dollars a gallon you know, when a melon is six dollars and a pineapple is four dollars and strawberries are seven dollars, literally six ninety nine for two pounds of strawberries, how do you how can you feel that they're great? So I don't give a frack on this Friday what the Democrats are trying to tell me. Yes, I'm gonna vote for Joe Biden, but don't tell me that I should do it because my economy is booming. My economy is not booming. And while I am not past due on any of my bills, I could easily become past due one missed check and that's it i'm out like many of you you're doing okay right now but let one thing interrupt your cash flow one thing lose a job don't get paid whatever one thing and you're in terrible trouble too i don't give a fuck who excuse me frack (laughs) trying not to swear well why it's a podcast i don't give a fuck who is trying to tell me the economy is great. Until you can walk into a grocery store and come out with two bags of groceries for under 30 bucks instead of 60 or 70. Until you can afford to shop again at name brand groceries instead of having to go to grocery warehouse, Aldi, Mexican stores like La Bonita or whatever because Smith's, Albertsons, Ralph's, Kroger, all of them are just too damn expensive until you can afford to eat out a few times a week again where it's not 50 bucks a person. That I'm just not on the economy is great bandwagon. Okay? I'm sorry, but I'm not. Particularly after paying my bills. You know? Oh, God. And then I, I, I am digressing on this Friday, but I bought my sister a Christmas present. She wanted, my sister's broke. And she, she lives, she owns her house now, mobile home. Uh, well, you know, she has a mortgage, but first time ever in her life. Uh, but she lives check to check and she lives on under $1,500 or under 1200 a month. I think she lives. No, wait, I, I'm sorry. She lives on under 800 a month out in Arizona, Cottonwood. And I bought her a sewing machine from Walmart. That's what she wanted for Christmas. She's, oh, they have a $90. And I thought, well, okay, I can spend 90 on a sewing machine for her. So then I see one on sale for for 140 that's normally 200 I think, well, I'll spend 140 and get her a nicer one. So I do, with the with the plan and everything. It comes with $170. bucks. i am like, well, that's more than I want to spend, but it's Christmas, it's my sister, one of the few gifts I'm giving. She calls me today and says that that
1: one's not the one
0: that she really wants. Can she get the $250 one? Can she exchange this?
1: It's Good luck! From a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corel Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: I only tell you that story to let you know that I was paying my bills, and then she hits me up with this phone call, and I'm like, so I got her the one, the nicer one. I did. It's going to last her forever, and she needs it. She makes her own stuff, and it is Christmas. It's only $70 more, and it's the end of the month, so I won't have to pay, or the beginning of the month, I mean, so the credit card won't be due until uh, January or February, so that's fine, but you know what? Oh my God! No good deed, right? But she, you know, she's my sister, and so I wasn't gonna say no. I'm like, okay, go get the better machine, bring the other one back. Uh, so yes, oh, I didn't. I wanted to start talking about Russia. Russia just outlawed gay activism. Period. Their Supreme Court said that promoting gay rights is extremist, like terrorist. I'm not making this up. They classified LGBTQ rights groups with the same groups as like Al-Qaeda, and said they are extremist groups and they must be stomped out. So big anti-gay law coming out of Russia, Harvey Milk turning over in his grave. In Uganda, they just made it illegal to be aggressively homosexual. Now, I think that would be me. I think I'm an aggr- I think I'm probably an aggressive homosexual. I think I am aggressively homosexual. I am like over I've been told I was overwhelmingly gay. And I think that's what they're trying to outlaw. Th- me. So in Uganda, being me is now illegal. Because if anyone's an aggressive homosexual, honey, it's me. Child, I am an aggressive homosexual. I will aggressively be homosexual. I will be as gay as you can possibly be. Okay. I will walk in singing show tunes with my Barbara Streisand memoir and sit down and order tea and drink it with my pinky out while you know listening to babs read her book Oh, yes. I I am aggressively gay. I mean, I am so gay that, you know, I have to color coordinate for like, you know, emergencies. You know, if the fire department shows up and they're all wearing gray, then I have to be sure to wear a different color because I don't want them to rescue me in the same color. You know, I am gay, honey. I am aggressively gay. I make red velvet cake on the 4th of July while listening to show tunes. (laughs) You know, it's like I, I am aggressively gay. Uh, And some men will tell you that, too. Oh, yeah, He's an aggressively gay. I'd like to meet an aggressive gay. I tell you, I need an aggressive gay. I need to find someone that walks into my world and is just so gay. They just bowl me over with their gayness Uh, and and other things as well. Uh, So anyway, in Uganda, you can't be aggressively gay uh russia just labeled gay organizations as extremist groups and here in america we are now wrestling teachers and students in particular with the fact that they can't use pronouns in school you know where you learn what a fucking pronoun is so don't act like america is not the the right wing here want to criminalize gay rights they want to follow russia and say that LGBTQ organizations are extremist organizations with an extreme agenda. They're not fucking maggots, but, you know, but being gay. So, and on this, I guess, don't give a fact frack Friday, I am getting so, you know, like, fuck Russia. You know what? We shouldn't give any money to Russia at all. We should buy zero products from Russia. No oil, no grain, nothing. The United States should spend zero on Russia. Period. And I feel we should prohibit our people from going there. I do. You have no business going to Russia. They are a a terrifying regime. And, oh, but the Russian people are nice. Then why don't they leave? You know, I'm watching For All Mankind, and my favorite character now lives in Russia. I'm like, great. You know, I I really, I love Russian people here in America. They're normally very, very, very nice. But if you live in Russia and you think it's okay what the Supreme Court just did, well, we can't control our government. You Russians have had 24 years of Vladimir Putin. You've had 24 years to overthrow that motherfucker, and you haven't. There are concentration camps in Chechnya, which is inside of Russia. You know, concentration camps for gays. I'm sorry. I think we should side with Ukraine. Blow the fuck out of Russia. I'm sick of Russia. Oh, Corell, you can't take it out on innocent people. They ain't so innocent. They're living there and supporting this government. They're not overthrowing it. Well, what about in America? Should we have been overthrown when Trump was president? Yes. Other countries probably should have taken us over at that point. Oh, God. Anyway, so I am mad about it. I'm mad that across the world we are going backwards for gay rights, women's rights, civil rights of all kinds. And these assholes are winning. They're winning in America, they're winning in uh, Uganda, they're winning in Russia, they're winning all over the place. In, in Amsterdam, one of the most gay-friendly places ever, they just announced this, or just elected this right-wing asshole, and who knows what he's going to do to gay rights. In Brazil, they just elected a right-wing fascist. Who knows what they're going to do? We are under attack, again, globally. Why? Why can't human beings just leave gay people the fuck alone? We don't harm you. We don't hurt you. We don't do anything to you except make you feel good. (laughs) I I meant with our art and stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't understand. Why can't we just leave each other alone? Let gays be gays. Let women be women. Let blacks be blacks. Browns be browns. Let's just move on. Our planet's fucking dying right in front of us. And what is what is Russia doing? They're at war with Ukraine. They're killing the planet. They've got people that are starving. And what is their Supreme Court doing? Outlawing gay organizations. Yeah. We've got huge problems in America in schools, including school shootings, which kill kids. What are we talking about? Pronouns. I'm I'm oh I'm so over it. I'm just so over it. excuse me, this was to be my don't give a fuck boy segment. Uh, Elon Musk uh, was asked about the advertisers that left Twitter or or X or whatever he calls it now. And he he right out loud said, fuck them. He said, fuck them. And he repeated it. Fuck them. I will not be held hostage by advertisers. Well, you will if you want to make any money. But this is why billionaires are out of control. Because he doesn't need Twitter to make money. Okay, he doesn't. And so he can say, fuck advertisers, something no other business would ever, ever do. Okay? But he can because he doesn't need the money. Meanwhile, you got Santos refusing to leave again. They're about to vote to expel him yet again. And boy, when you read about his trips to Hermes and spending on OnlyFans and Botox and casinos, honeymoons, trips to the Hamptons, the man spent some cash. But again, I wonder if they're taking him to task because he's gay. Because all the stuff that I saw that he charged, I think female candidates probably charge hair and, you know, makeup and Botox. And I think that a lot of candidates probably charge the stuff, excuse me, the stuff that he charges. But but he's got to go down for it. Well, his attitude is screw y'all. And he's he's talking trash on everybody on Capitol Hill. He's like, well, so-and-so does this, and -and so-and-so. He is not going down without a fight. He's, like, flipping everybody off. He's all, fuck y'all. I'm not going to leave until you make me leave. He's probably going to go to jail. Wire fraud, credit card fraud, identity theft. But he's going to do it defiantly, flipping us all the finger. So the MAGA, oh, and Trump was gagged again. Of course, we know he couldn't gag anybody with what he's got, but, but Trump was gagged again. They, they upheld the gag order. And yet they're all just flipping us the bird. Trump is just flipping us the bird every day. MAGA flips us the bird every single day. George Santos flips us the bird every day. Every senator and congressperson that committed treason by participating in sedition and still goes to work every day flips us off. Every, flips us off every day. Elon Musk flipped off every corporation that that left him, Apple and all these others, that stopped advertising on X because it's just a cesspool of anti-Semitism and trans hatred. He said, fuck them. Not, oh, well, you know, then, nope. He's like, fuck them. They don't like what Twitter is about. They don't like what X is about. They can go somewhere else. They're not going to blackmail me into making it the platform they want it to be. Isn't it great when you can be a complete and total asshole like Elon Musk or George Santos or all of MAGA, and yet your attitude is, fuck y'all. And I guess we let them, don't we? We do. We are all bottoms. We've become a nation of bottoms because these people are flipping us off all the time and we're saying, okay, corporations, everything. They screw us all the time. We're like, okay.
1: If Whatever. you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really, K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't mean Christmas, I mean screener season. Look at all of these. Screener season is upon us, uh, which means that I'm watching a lot of movies, uh, and some of these are already available for you to stream on Netflix or Hulu or Max or Paramount Plus or whatever. Others are in theaters uh, or coming to theaters over the course of December, and I've already seen a lot of them, so I thought I'd talk about them here with you. Let's start with one of the most controversial films. You've probably seen it uh, in the media right now. It's called Salt Burn. Saltburn. Now, Saltburn is not, you know, something you get from rubbing too much salt in your crack. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a story of obsession and desire and comeuppance and all of that. Saltburn is the name of the estate in the movie, because half the movie is set at a very posh, very rich estate. Uh, now it's a beautiful film. It's gorgeous. It looks like a, a painting. Half of it. Uh, and it, the characters are pretty bizarre. Uh, there, and there's a guy from, um, uh, what is that show that I don't watch that everybody watches with Zendaya? Euphoria. There's a guy from Euphoria in here. He is absolutely beautiful. Oh, my God. Uh, he's just gorgeous. But the star is, uh, it's uh, first of all, written by Emerald Fennell, uh, who Gallica gave a Dorian award to, and I got the pleasure of talking with her. Uh, Barry Keegan is the lead actor. Uh, he is this guy right here. He was from The Banshees of Inisharan, uh, and he was wonderful. Uh, Emerald Fennell directed it. She's a woman. She also, co- also wrote it, uh, which is wonderful for her uh, and for women everywhere. Uh, and then Barry Keegan is the star. Uh, Rosamund Pike is wonderful in it, uh, Allison Oliver. Jacob Eldori is the hunk of all hunks. Uh, from uh, Sephora or whatever that show is called um <laughs> euphoria Sephora whatever uh and so i I don't want to give it away but I do want to tell you it's going to polarize you when you watch it either you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it you'll either think it's just a piece of trash or you're going to think wow uh it is the Barry Keoghan guy this guy here ba- Barry uh Ke- Keelgen, or Keoghan, or K-E-O-G-H-A-N, Keoghan. Uh, he is the lead, and he worms his way into uh, Jacob Eldori's family, who is rich, uh, and he does it to sort of get revenge on the rich for being rich. Uh, I guess he covets being rich, uh, and he wants to go and, and punish people who are. Uh, and so he finds a way. It is very homoerotic. The two of them, Jacob Dory and Barry Keegan, in any other movie would have had sex. Uh, in fact, there's a really gross homoerotic scene in it, one that I went, ugh. I'm sure you've all heard about the bathwater scene. He, he licks the guy's bathwater up after the guy relieves himself in the bath. And I don't mean urine. The guy pleasures himself in the bathtub. And when he drains the bathtub, the other guy comes in and licks the water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's not the most bizarre thing in the movie. Uh, someone ends up screwing a grave, literally putting his you know what in the dirt uh, to have sex with someone dead uh, or at least symbolic symbolically have sex with someone dead. So it's a very one of those avant garde films in that respect uh, where there's just some very over the top you know, just obscene stuff. Uh, but it is a social statement on our our desiring or our coveting the rich and when the rich are often ridiculous uh, and harmful. Uh, and and we don't call them out on it or point it out or whatever uh, what well, they do in this movie. So you'll either love it or hate it. It's very sexy, uh, both male and female sexy. It's gay and non-gay. Uh, but you should see it. It's called Saltburn. This one's streaming right now. It's called Rustin. It's a film by George C. Wolfe, another person I had the pleasure of working with on the Dorian Awards. Uh, I am so glad I saw this movie. This movie is about a civil rights leader who was at Martin Luther King Jr.'s right hand, helped him with the I Have a Dream speech. He was responsible for the march at the bridge. Uh, That is such an iconic march. Um, He really, Rustin is his name, Shaped the civil rights movement. And the only reason you don't know his name, the only reason that you're not more aware of who he is, is because he was gay. And he was gay. He was out back then. And they knew he was gay. And so because he's gay, you don't know his name. But he is possibly more important than even people like King. Uh, or other great, uh, you know, just whoever, pick one, Malcolm X or Medgar uh, Evers, whatever. Pick, pick your civil rights leader, and Rustin is actually someone who was more important and crucial to the movement. You should see this film on Netflix. It's a powerful film. Uh, it's about a, a, a gay person uh, who deserves to have his story told. Uh, and you should watch it. Speaking of gay people, Nyad is on Netflix. Uh, it's about Diana Nyad, and Jodie Foster's in it. Annette Benning is Diana Nyad in the movie. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's inspiring from the standpoint of Diana Nyad, the Olympic swimmer, did not do her big thing from Florida to, to Cuba until she was over 60 years old. Um, and so it's really about accomplishing your goals later in life and the things that she faced to do that. Uh, you Hurt My Feelings, Julie Julie, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, absolutely hysterical uh, about marriage, about the lies we tell ourselves, and the things we do to keep peace. Uh, he writes a book. She ends up saying she doesn't like it. He ends up hearing her. Uh, it ends up causing a lot of hilarity. It's called You Hurt My Feelings. I Would Definitely See It, along with... Past Lives. Really interesting film about who we were versus who we are and what would have happened if we zigged instead of zagged. It is touching. It is emotional. It is a wonderful picture. Uh, Celine Song is the director. She's, of course, a woman. She also wrote the screenplay. Greta Lee is fabulous and Tao Yu as the leads. you you got to see this complex and really touching love story. It's called Past Lives. Dick's The Musical is hysterical. It's got 12 songs. It's Megan Mullally and Nathan Lane. They are incredible. Bowen Yang is in it. He's absolutely hysterical. It's about, yes, you know what? Dick's The Musical. Uh, Directed by Larry Charles. It's absolutely just as funny as can be. Uh, Some of the songs, Out Alpha, The Alpha, Aaron Jackson, Josh Sharp. was written by Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp. Uh, The best original score is it's going to be up for probably. It's really hilarious. If you want a really hilarious time with music, Dix the Musical. I am Carell. Be who you want to be so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. We will see you on Monday. Have a great time. Oh, yeah, Priscilla. You should see Priscilla. Really good Priscilla. Told for per point. Which Elvis' people don't like. And you'll see why. Hey, it's Carell. Go to patreon.com forward slash That's patreon.com forward slash My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Carell. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody and subscribe and participate today.